Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable GRE course that includes everything you need to ace your GRE exam. A full textbook, videos on key topics, tons of GRE questions backed by our memory enhancing algorithm, a built-in study planner and essay grader, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast will get you 10% off at checkout. Now, let's get started. Today, we've got Candy Lee Labal back from Labal Admissions. And Candy, I'd love if you could just introduce us, uh, introduce yourself to us for people that haven't heard you before. Yeah, thank you so much, Tyler. It's great to be back with you guys. Um, I had so much fun the last time, so this is going to be great today. So yeah, Candy Lee Labal, my company is called Labal Admissions. I'm an MBA admissions advisor. Uh, I've been doing it around 16 years, 17 years. It starts to blur after a while. Um, but I'm very focused on what I do, which I really believe in taking the mystery and the misery out of MBA admissions because it's mysterious for no good reason that I can tell. And it's also quite miserable. So my job as a my job as a consultant is not only to increase my applicants' odds, but to just make the whole process easier. So I hope I yeah. can do that today and take some mystery away. Yeah, that's great. Um, and yeah, I mean, today we're going to be talking about essays, right? And I think that the um, maybe the the good place to start is kind of like what, <laughs> where does the mystery come in with the essays? And then we can talk about uh, maybe like it, when we we're doing our prep, you're talking about maybe some of the bad advice that people have been getting. Yeah, or some or some. Yeah, there's a lot of bad advice out there. I blame Reddit. Um, no. Uh, so where's the mystery? So basically, if you're applying to an MBA program or master's in whatever, there's usually some sort of essay that you have to write. And there'll be a question, right? Uh, what are your goals? Why do you want to apply to this school? Uh, tell us a time. Uh, tell us an achievement that you're very proud of. Uh, tell us a time that you were a brave leader. So there's all these sorts of questions. And you think, okay, I'll just answer the question. And it seems like that's what you should do. But then the, there's because I think it's because the the, the the stakes are so high. You know, if you get mm-hmm. into one of these top MBA programs, it, it is going to change the trajectory of your life, but also of your children and their children. It's really high stakes. So I think people get a little bit overwhelmed by the essay. They freak out a little bit. They start looking for advice everywhere and they forget that you just need to answer the question. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's to me the basic thing. I think the, the mystery is that, what do I need to say? What should I say? Um, so that's where the mystery comes from. Right. Well, and it's, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of essay advice is about, you know, it gets to the point where by the time you're trying to, you know, add a a hook, a personal anecdote and 14 other things, you barely have any room left to actually have the, the real essay in there, right? Like that that is true. That's another that's that's kind of a trend that's been happening over the last I'd say about six or seven years now, schools have been cutting down their essays, cutting down their essays, um, in, I guess, in an effort to get more people to apply. But it, in a way, you know, there was a quote from Mark Twain who said that, you know, I would have written you a shorter letter, but I didn't have enough time because the shorter you have to write, the more difficult it is. Um, and an MBA applicant, I think this is one of the where the misery comes in. An MBA applicant is not necessarily a writer. And they feel like they have to be a writer. And I think that's a, a big, a big problem. But um, 
So what do they do? You start looking for advice on how do I write the essay? And you go to the schools and there's always giving advice. You can go to blogs. And one of the main things I hear all the time is be authentic. Mm-hmm. Be authentic. Be yourself. Now, I 100% believe you have to do that. Like one of my one of my favorite lines, I think I told you last time, is from Dr. Seuss that says, um, there's no one alive who is you than you. And now I can't remember the quote. Do you remember it? <laughs> uh, no, but there's no one alive who is you than you is probably yeah. the gist of it. Yeah, that's the gist of it. So I so I do believe that authenticity is important. But at the same time, you got to be authentic, but also be strategic. It is an MBA application. You know, so you do need to tell them the story, share who you are, but also understand what it is you're trying to achieve. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's um, because if you do tell your authentic story about, I don't know, sitting in your cousin's backseat and, you know, watching the boys walk by. Great. That's authentic. But I'm just not sure how that's going to get you into the MBA. So you do mm-hmm. have to have strategy involved. Um, and I think the most obvious piece of information, something I say to applicants all the time is answer the question. So the school is telling you what they're asking you, but mm-hmm. people tend to get off kilter and they start going this way and that way. So if the question is about goals, then you say, my goals are. If the question is asking for a leadership example, you say, hey, here's the leadership example. Um, if the question says, we have read your resume and your letters and we understand you, what else do we need to know? Please don't repeat your resume and your, your academic achievements because they just told you not to do that. Right. So I think that's really the number one. The number one thing to remember is to answer the question. Um, and then that comes where, you know, when we talk about before we talk about being a writer. A lot of times people think they have to write these essays and be this literary genius. And I'm, I'm going to have this amazing opening hook and I'm going to tell this great story and my, my literary prowess is going to blow their mind. But you have to remember an ad com, you know, an admissions person might be reading 20 applications a day, maybe more. If they have to slug through looking for the answer to the question and they're like, OK, it's a goals essay. Well, why is he talking about his grandmother's feet? Like, and we're going on and on. Where is the answer? That's going to be frustrating, you know, (laughs) so you need to make sure that it's very clear and you answer the question. Um, And the advice I always give to my clients with a goals essay is just make the very first sentence say my short term goal is my long term goal is. It's simplistic and it's silly and maybe later down the road in editing will change it up. But that's what they're asking you. So that's what you need to say. And then from there, you can sort of build on the, you know, why you want to do that thing, what problem you want to solve in your career, what skills do you have that make those goals really perfect for you? And you can build your essay up from there. But if you didn't answer the question, <laughs> it's a useless piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I I feel like it's also where the advice that you typically see kind of goes wrong right because i think that a lot of a lot of the advice frankly feels like it's sort of ported over from college admissions essays which are Mm -hmm. totally different right i believe they are i don't touch that world it's very scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can recommend some wonderful advisors for that um but i think the thing is is because it's essay writing there's this idea that it has to be literary And it's not. An MBA essay is not a piece of literature. 
it's a question. It's a question that's being answered that you have to answer. If you happen to be a great writer, lucky you. Throw in a beautiful hook. Throw in a lovely metaphor. But if that's not you and you try to force it, it's going to become hard to read. Um, I think yeah. a good way, you, know, you don't have to hire an admissions consultant like me, but let's say write your essay and then hand it off to, I don't know, your your buddy in the office and say, does this make sense? Can you Do you know what my goals are? If they don't know what the heck you're saying, you probably need to start again. You know, and I think mm-hmm. the best way is to just be very simple. My goal, my short term goal is this because X, Y, Z. I think I'd be great at because I have A, B, and C. That leads to my long-term goal. Super simplistic, but it's answering the question, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can tweak it and, and build on it from there. Yeah. So yeah, I- exactly. I mean, at, at the end of the day, like applying for an MBA is more like applying for a job than any other type of college application you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So being more be. direct makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, I always tell my my clients, remember the person reading this has probably been up all morning. They probably they might have stubbed their toe, their husband's on their nerves, whatever's happening, and they've got twenty piles. Don't upset them by not answering the question. So yeah, that's my first strategy: answer the question. My second strategy is, just, is my second tip is yes, answer the question but also sort of know what is the objective? What is appealing to business school, right? Um, Business schools are looking for future leaders, are looking for people who can make a difference in the world. So hopefully as you're answering that question and being authentic, you're also highlighting those things. Uh, And that also goes to knowing what the school cares about. So for example, if you're applying to Kellogg, for a very long time, Kellogg has always talked about what they call brave leadership which means being bold, taking chances. So hopefully the story you're telling might have elements of that bravery. Or Harvard is very clear. They're like, we are looking for a habit of leadership. So ideally, as you tell your authentic and true story, it's hitting on elements of leadership, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or ESA, oh my God, I cannot tell you how much I'm in love with ESA Business School. It's not an advertisement for them, but I wish more people would apply. Um, they are a school that's really get, are grounded into do well, um, do good, do well. They're really into like, let's let's do better in the world through business. So hopefully your essay is going to touch on some element of you doing good in the world. So I think that's the kind that's kind of the second thing. Understand that, yes, you're being authentic and answering the question, but <laughs> you need to make sure you touch on certain elements. Right. Well, and it's like, um, I mean, it's like. We, uh... The thing that is so funny is there are people that think that you can take these, you know, what are your goals and like take that essay Mm -hmm. and just like use the same one across multiple schools. When in reality, Mm -hmm. you know, what the schools are looking for in that answer is probably going to be very different depending on the culture of the school. It could be. I mean, in general, your goals will be your goals will be your goals. But it might be different the way you present it, because usually the question of what are your goals is tied in with why this school. So, the, the you know, if you're saying your goal is uh, VC, you're going to have to tie it into, you know, how Wharton helps you in VC or how LBS will help you in VC. Um, so, yeah, you can't 100 percent cut and paste. You do have to kind of tweak things. And then, of course, word count can get crazy. Um, so you have some schools might have 150 words for the goals essay. And another school might have 500 words. So it's quite, 
that also can be quite, quite demanding. And we'll talk about word count in a second. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention about strategy is that, okay, so you, number one, you're being authentic, you're answering the question, but you're being aware of what the school cares about and you're kind of tweaking your answer. The other thing I like to remind people is take advantage of every single word you have to sell who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is add as much value as you can, right? Um, so let's say an essay is, tell us about a time you made an impact, which is not, I don't know any school that has that essay, but schools have very similar essays, right? Tell right. us about a time you made an impact, 400 words. And you're like, oh my God, I, oh, what do I say? I, I've had so many impacts and you've got this list and you're flipping out because you don't know what to say. So what I mean by take advantage of your space is, okay, then start the essay by saying, you know, something like, you know, I was eight years old when I got hooked on having an impact when I organized a school cleanup and this thing happened and everyone cheered, you know, and that led me into college to do that and high school and, and my first job to do that. But let me share this one with you or but I'm most proud of this one. So even though you're answering the question with one impact, you're opening it with a bunch of them. Right. Um, and that's that's kind of what I mean by like taking advantage of your space. Right. Making sure you're adding as much value as you can in every question that you can. Yeah. Well, and I think also it's, it's trying to think of it as like a problem, right? Like what's, what, what do you want them to walk away with in the space that you have? Mm -hmm. Right. Like what do you, what kind of is the, the end goal of what you want them uh, to leave the essay, like knowing about or feeling about you yeah. or things like that. That's a that's a great way to put it because I often tell clients like, even though I'm telling you answer the question, I'll be to them like, don't just answer the question, add more detail. So I think that's the thing. If you know what you want them to know about you, and you're answering the question of a time you had impact, make sure you you bring those things in. I want you to know I'm a community organizer. I want you to know I have a um a, a, I'm empathetic. I want you to know these things. So you're you're making you're consciously making sure those things are woven into the essay. You know, rather than just like, oh, I'm going to tell you the impact, but then I forget all the other parts. Like, no, tell the impact, but add in, you know, the background and the and the reason for that, why you did this and what that meant. And yeah. Yeah, that all makes sense. Well, yeah. yeah so any other any other kind of advice or things that you'd recommend people that are working on their MBA essay right now? Um, well, I'll talk about I mean, yeah, there's tons of that. Well, we'll talk about word count. I think word count is something important to know. Um, most essays have a word count, right? But there's two types of word counts. So there's word counts where you can exceed by five to 10%, and there's word counts where you cannot. And this usually comes down to if you're uploading an essay. So if the schools like Columbia Business School, for example, you have to upload the essays um, in different PDFs. There's no word counter. So if the essay is 500 words and you have 515, it really doesn't matter. Like no one's going to knock you down. I mean, you don't need to, you, sh you know, if you can cut them out, but sometimes you do need to, and it's not a big deal. Right? You don't think, you don't think mm -hmm. that going over the word limit is like a big red flag for only if it's, if it's like 5%, if it's like 5% or so, and there's a reason not, you're not just adding fluff, but there's a reason because the story is full or it's rich or whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, that's the standard advice in the MBA admissions consulting world is 10%. I usually tell my clients no more than 5%. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because what will happen is they'll write an essay of 504 words and and then they start hyperventilating. Oh my God, I got to cut these four words. And it's like, you know what? Take a deep breath. You're cool. Move on. Right. But then you have schools like, um, like Kellogg, for example, or Berkeley, for example, where you have to paste your essay into a box that will cut you, you know, or INSEAD. INSEAD is like, they will cut you. you if it says 400, it's 400. Right. Um, so you need to know that going into the, do I have a little leeway? Do I not have a little leeway? Where people will often take advantage of the leeway are on the really short essays, like the 250 word essays. They're like, oh, I have 262. I don't know what to do. And it's like, it's, it's usually fine. So right. that's, that's what you need about work. Don't go crazy. Now, I have also seen people send, essay, you know, send me essays to evaluate where they're like 300 words over. And I'm like, are you insane? Like, you can't do that. That right. is, that is a direct. They're not even going to read your essay if you do that, you know. I think uh, just in general, there's. Mm-hmm. I think that there's just like a lot of hand wringing, right? About about yeah, like oh the various God. parts of the essay. I mean, what oh. do you have advice for kind of how to how to keep a good mindset about all of it as you're doing it? Well, I think knowing that it's not literature helps. Yeah. Uh, knowing that you will never, ever, ever, and I will bet, you know, I'll put my, you know, my reputation on the line. You will never be dinged because you have a typo. That's another one. Like, oh, I got dinged for Stanford. And I realized, I realized in paragraph three, I misspelled the word maintenance. And I'm like, yeah, that, that, that's not, that's not why you got dinged. <laughs> it's like, no one's going to ever, you know, you're a person there, you know, if it's full of typos, if it's riddled with them, if sentences don't make sense, yeah, okay. But I mean, you've got a typo here. You're never going to be dinged for that. I think that's important to know, um, and and that it's not. I mean, I, I can't express this. And I, I had a client last year who would call, you know send me a WhatsApp at three o'clock in the morning, candy, candy. I just I, I don't know if I should change this phrase, you know, a powerful uh, vision to a strong belief, and I'm, and I'd be like. Uh, Paco, it doesn't matter. W- mm-hmm. What do you like? You said no, but which one's better? <laughs> you know? Right. So I think it's. I think I think you can go down that route, rabbit hole if you're not careful. So if you're just answering the question, show that you have under, connect with the school as you're answering it. Know that it's fine to go over a little bit in word count. Um, that's that's all okay. I think those are ways to kind of calm you down. Um, I think another thing that really freaks people out, um, and, and actually really upsets me too, is the, the the essays with really short word counts. So there's a couple schools out there that have a hundred word essays, you know, and the essay might topic might be something like, you know, a time I innovated was, and you have a hundred words to kind of tell this story, right? Um, and that's really hard. It's, I mean, I'm a professional writer of 30 years, and that is hard for me. So if you're an admission, if you're a, 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 um, an applicant and you're already like so worried, it's very stressful. Um, so you have to learn how to say what's essential and to cut out words that you don't need, to cut out sentences that you don't need. For example, you know, I see a lot of people want to be humble and they say like, well, I had, you know, I had the incredible opportunity to assume a leadership position in the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, we could just say I led. So instead of 12 words, we now have two. So sometimes right. it's just a matter of like really cutting down your writing style. Um, 
And that, you know, that you might want to get an editor to help. You might want to get a good writer. You might want to get an admissions consultant. That If you're not a professional writer, those things can be challenging. But another thing I think where people make mistakes with the word count, and again, it comes back to answering the question, is they start saying things that the school didn't ask, right? So, for example, if we think about um, Columbia, Columbia Essay 1 says, let's see if I remember 100%, we, we, we already read your resume and your recommendations, and we understand your career path to date. Tell us what are your goals, short-term, mid-term, and dream. So they're literally telling you, we know where you work and what you've done. So mm-hmm. then if you sit down and do Columbia and you now spend 200 words explaining your career path, you just wasted 200 words that they're, they're not asking. I'm not saying you'll get dinged for it because, of course, there's lots more things involved, but it's just silly. Um, mm. And you don't have to take well, my just, word for it's it. It's just like, like uh-huh. going back to the first thing you said, just answer the question, right? The question. Like, it's not like, yeah. and I mean, I guess maybe that's the, the one thing that I have if I were doing this. I would be nervous that... I was answering the question almost too emotionlessly and straightforwardly and not providing some mm-hmm. color. And yeah. do you feel like that's, well, that's a where, silly concern? Well, that's, that's where editing comes in. So you want to, you want to make sure you answer the question initially and then start building on, on it from there. So a lot of times when I'm editing my applicants, um, essays, I'll, I'll grab a sentence and I'll put a quote on the side. I'm like, you know, this sounds really cold. You know, what did you feel? What was it like? Were you, were you afraid? Did you, let's let's throw some emotion in, you know. But once you've got the story, yeah, you can start throwing in your emotions, your feelings, color, details. But, you know, again, you need to have the, the base, right? I think, you know, we, we think about Picasso and his wonderful painting. He couldn't do what he did if he didn't learn how to do the basics. You know, he was a trained painter. And then from there, he went off. And if you don't have the bones of the essay, I just compared an MBA essay to Picasso. I should be shot. That's really not cool, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. But, um, but then an- another thing, uh, just another one that this is one of my pet, one of my pet peeves as well. If a school is asking you a question, for example, Harvard's a really good example. Harvard says, um, what, do you, what more do we need to know about you? Right. They don't say why Harvard. Yet right. the number of applicants who think they need to then list at the bottom all the reasons why Harvard is astonishing. And I was on a conference call with one of the Harvard admissions directors about six months ago. And I asked him that. I'm like, so what do you think about it? He's like, he's like, well, I don't mind. He's like, I think it's a waste of words. So don't do it, people. Right. <laughs> Tell your story. It's already a difficult essay. Um, and I always think about, like, and I didn't ask him why, but I always think about Harvard. Is like, they don't need to know why. They know why you want to go to Harvard. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but a lot of other schools, and this would be one of my my other tips if if it's okay if I move to another tip. Yeah, okay. yeah. As many as yeah. you want. <laughs> so another tip is that a lot of schools, Harvard no, but a lot of schools do ask why Tuck? Why Columbia? Why Chicago Booth? What you know, so there's a lot of schools that literally ask that question. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's easy to mess up this question. I mean the, the answer is the same. I mean, no matter what school it is, the answer is very basic. Academics and culture. Those are the two main reasons you choose a business school. You might choose location, depending if that's relevant. Um, if there's something very unique about the program, that might be another reason. For example, INSEAD is the only MBA of 10 months, only 10 months. That's something unique about that program, right? 
But that's kind of the basic answer. So you'd want to cover it that way. It's not like you can mess it up if you you go to an MBA, you're spending a quarter of a million dollars almost. You got to talk about the academics. You know, you're not going to be like, yeah. well, I want to go to Kellogg because Chicago is so delightful and my aunt used to live there. And I believe that it's like, well, that's lovely. but <laughs> That doesn't tell us why you want to go to Chicago Booth, right? Um, well, and so probably it's and, not you know, just it's not just like academics. It's probably why they're academics specifically. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So that's the next part of it. It's like you need to go beyond the basics. You can't just say, oh, it's an outstanding curriculum with a world famous faculty. Like, no, well, get into it. Like, is there a class that's just screaming out to you? Is there a major? Are you attracted to the school because they're there, you can do three majors. Maybe you're attracted to the school, like Chicago Booth is an example, where there's only one required course. Like, I love that there's one required course. Or you're, you know, when you're applying to a school like ESA, where it's 100% case method. Case method is amazing to me. Um, so you're going to say academics, you're going to make sure you're being very specific about why the academics at that school, you know, what that school is offering specifically. And like Got I said it. to you before, it's it's usually tied to the goals. What are your goals and why the school? So hopefully the things you say match your goals. So if you just told me your goals are to work in health tech and to solve the problem of our aging population, which is going to be an absolutely devastating problem in about 20 years, um, why are you telling me you love my impact investing program? Like, that has no sense. Yes, we have a great yeah. impact, but, but you want to be in health tech. What do you... So it's like you, you need to be because I, I actually see that a lot. People will just pull out the most famous class and I'm like, are, are you going to take this class? Does, I, I don't see you in this class. And they're like, yeah, but it's really famous. And I'm like, but that makes no sense, you know? Right. I mean, it's it, it, again, it, a lot of this advice stems from kind of a root cause in my mind where everybody feels like they need to check these boxes that are going to increase their odds of getting in. And ironically, the thing that will probably increase your odds of getting in is not checking boxes, but actually just like answering the questions truthfully yeah. and directly and, and being yeah. thoughtful, right? I think the other part of it too, I mean, what you're touching on to me, that sounds like somebody who did, you know, 10 minutes of Googling to decide what they wanted to include in their essay mm -hmm. as opposed to really thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, I think that's another thing because... As an admissions consultant, I will, and I, I will tell any school who asks me, I think why the school questions are stupid because they're going to regurgitate your website. They're going right. to tell you what you've heard. I don't, I'm not an admissions person. I don't get it. But admissions schools love these kind of questions, right? So, yeah, it's part of it is going to be repetitive because, you know, if you're saying I really like the leadership program at your school and you're, you're talking about Wharton, you're going to have to mention the McNulty program. Like, Mm. it's amazing like how could you not mention it so so there are going to be things that are going to be kind of regurgitated from the website but it's all, always tying it back to you like why you need it not just like oh i just love the mcnulty venture but i need it because of um and you just sort of like connect it to you and i think that would could be great um it's also good to go beyond just the website that's why i you know everyone schools everyone will tell you talk to students talk to current students What's cool? What's fun? What was the best class you had? How can I do this? What can I and get some insider information that you can then say, well, yeah, I want to go to your program because of X, Y and Z. And you've got that because you got that directly from a student. 
Um, yeah, I think interviewing students is just great advice in general, right? Because um, you mm -hmm. also need to remember that uh, you're going to go to this place. <laughs> so you should yeah. make sure you like it. And it definitely shows a lot more initiative and interest, which, you know, the schools want to know that if they admit you that you're going to go. Um, yeah. So well, I think most, not every school, but I would say the vast majority will have a question in the data form. So the data form is the online application. There's usually a question that says, how did you get to know the school? Please list the, attend the events you attended. Um, some schools like Columbia actually has a question that says, what uh, what students who, who in the Columbia community have you talked to? Uh, London ha London Business School has a similar question, but it's, but something really funny happened. A lot of my Columbia applicants, and I don't I don't well I I don't know why, but a lot of people will write um, the essay why Columbia, and they'll be like, and you know Paco of class 2027 told me to do this, and Maria class of 2018 told me, and they'll list like all so they don't say I love the impact investing program but it's like Paco told me about the investing program and I always like but but why did you need Paco to tell you that like like it doesn't make sense and on top of that there's a question inside the application asking who you know so don't waste your 250 words listing the names of 10 people right well again this is to me like again the, the root cause of all this is they're trying to they're they're trying to outsmart the application and make sure they do all the things and include all the things that they think they need to include and they need it's like really want you to know that i talked to paco right or whatever um and yeah just answer the question i mean it seems like yeah. that's so much yeah, be, of, of this. be smart about it and think about what you're saying yeah um well, great. So yeah. any other kind of closing thoughts here um, or any other um, any tips that we didn't cover yet? I think those are all my best essay tips. I, I, the other thing is, like I said to you before, you don't have to hire an admissions consultant, but you do have to get feedback on your essay. Don't just write it and send it. Have someone mm -hmm. else read it. Get some feedback and you know, make sure you're not completely off off base. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and just having a second set of eyes on something. Um, mm -hmm. can be super helpful. And I don't know if you agree with this, but I've heard the tip, don't ask your parents because they see you in a very different way than like a colleague or someone mm -hmm. someone else, right? Actually, yeah, okay. This is, <laughs> so we were, ha oh, I have a lot of friends who are admissions consultants and we like, you know, share our war stories. And one of the things that we hate um is when we're working with a client and we're working with them for months and we know them, we know the school, we've, we've got the, the essay, you know, is polished and their story is coming out. And then they send it to their uncle who went to Columbia and graduated in 1997. Or they send it to the partner at the firm who graduated in 2002. Mm -hmm. And they come back destroyed. Well, this day you can't tell the school that, and this doesn't make sense. So you have to say this, and then of course the poor applicant is like, oh, "Well, my uncle, he's a graduate, he knows." And then they come back to us, the admissions consultant. Well, this is what my uncle said. What do you think? And we're just like, oh, oh, oh. we start crying because what can you do? So it's like there's there's feedback and there's bad feedback. So I think the best kind of feedback is like just going to someone and just letting them know, like, does this make sense? Does it sound like me? Is it are the sentences clear? But if someone who graduated even 15 years ago, the, the MBA world has changed. An MBA 15 years ago is not what it is now. 
um, the way you approach your essays is not the way you would have would have approached your essays then. So if that happens, you need to really um, ignore them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, and I mean, maybe the then the advice is get advice from multiple people. Try and triangulate it, right? And also true. people yeah. that you true. feel like are reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Or you do just hire admissions consultant who's supposed to be on your side. Um, right. They who should, who should be there backing you the whole time. But uh, yeah, this is, it actually happened to me the other day. Um, someone did that and I'm just like, no. But yeah. I understand. But it's like we were talking about before. It's like you want to check the but it's high stakes, and this is a it's such a high stakes game. If you like, I was saying to you before, if you get into one of these programs, your life is going to change, you know, and mm -hmm. and not just yours, but your kid, you know, the rest of your life has changed. So people are, are really stressed about it. It's like I've got to do it right. This is my chance. My you know. So I understand what it comes from, which is another thing I always say um, is that it's emotional. There is an emotional aspect to applying. And you have to take that emotional aspect into account and and give it give it the respect that it deserves, you know, and, and part of that is freaking out, being worried. Um, it's normal. These feelings are normal. So mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's all great advice. Thank you so much. This is Ben Giri Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Candy Lee LaBall from LaBall Admissions. Achievable has a great online GRE course that you can try for free by going to achievable.me and use the code podcast to get 10% off at checkout.